And now, for the show reflecting on classic radio, Hollywood 360, with your host, Carl Amari. Who's that strange-looking man behind you? That's Carl. I met him at the laundry, man. Sam Spade Detective Agency. Sam, sweetheart. I don't know what to do, Rabbi. Every night he listens to the radio. I can't keep him away. The Lone Ranger, uh, the Shadow, the Master Avenger. Uh, this is not good. It tends to induce bad values, false dreams, lazy habits. Want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? <laughs> Hello, everyone. I'm Carl Amari, and this is Hollywood 360, the radio show that presents all things entertainment, including trivia contests and games, movie reviews, celebrity interviews, showbiz news, and classic radio shows. My co-host is the bodacious Lisa Wolf. In this hour, we'll present a 1953 classic radio Christmas episode of the Jack Benny program. But it's time now for Beat the Host. In order to beat the host, a Hollywood 360 listener contestant named Barry must correctly answer more true or false trivia questions about Dick Van Dyke than I. Lisa Wolf Hall is our moderator. Lisa, please say hello to Barry. Hi, Barry. How are you? Hi, Barry. Hi, Lisa. I'm, I'm great to be on the show with you guys. This is nice. Uh, this is my third time, by the way. Nice. Hi, are... Barry. How well, are you? We're glad you made it through. We're glad you were caller 16, and we're glad you're listening out there from Chicago. I am, too. It's so awesome. You guys are awesome to listen to. Awesome and amazing. I'll let you guys pick which one is which. <laughs> both. We'll take both. <laughs> um, well, thank you so much. It's great to talk to you again. And we're going to talk a My little honor. Dick Van Dyke. He's turning oh, 96 yeah. this month. Yep. So fantastic. That's amazing. That's amazing. He, he's truly amazing. So Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Remember oh, that movie? Of course Gosh. I do. Yes. Man, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Chitty I Chitty Bang you. Bang. I love you. I was you. talking about Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, not you. Yeah, I know that. <laughs> <laughs> it just came out wrong. All right, let's do this, guys. So Dick Van Dyke, I'm starting with the Dick Van Dyke show. So Rob and Laura Petrie, this Who's is first? this is for you, Barry. Okay. Um, okay. Rob and Laura Petrie lived in New Rochelle outside of New York City. Is that true or false? Correct. Yes. Is he right? It is. Yeah. True. I think that it's is true. absolutely true. Great, right. Carl. Prior to his television career, Dick Van Dyke played the role of Albert Peterson on Broadway in The Pajama Game. Um, I'll say true. Barry? I'm going to go false. It's false. Ah. Uh, I, I can't, I can't get you. <laughs> Here's for <laughs> well, Carl. I, I will tell Here's you that um, Albert Peterson is from Bye Bye Birdie, oh. not The Pajama Game. Oh, wow. You were so close. And he was in Bye Bye Birdie. Yes, movie. he was. Yes, he and was. he was in the Broadway show as well. So um, mm. he Excellent. got one for you, Carl. Okay. okay. Barry, Richie Petrie's middle name was Rosebud. Correct. True. Oh, he sounds very adamant about that i was gonna Absolutely. say i was gonna say i'll tell you why when you're done Kyle. go ahead <laughs> uh, rosebud um uh, i would say false it's true he was each one of those letters rosebud 
re- represents a member of the family. R for somebody, O for somebody, S for somebody, all three of the D. That's it, right. absolutely right. Each, six different members of the family. Yes, he's right. Here's and he was Barry. very embarrassed by it. He and hated that name. for Carl. Yeah, he did. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, who wouldn't? <laughs> so, Carl, on the Dick Van Dyke Show, before Laura married Rob, she was an opera singer. Is that true or false? False. Barry? It is false. She was, it a, is she false. was a dancer in the USO, wasn't That's she? exactly she was a, right. You're good. Wow. <laughs> Mary has I loved that show. One. It was great. I did, too. I did, too. I just watched the first one recently, the yeah. first Dick Van Dyke wow. show. It was, really? Wow. It was really something. All right. Barry, in the episode titled Coast to Coast Big Mouth, Laura lands in hot water after revealing a secret on national television. That secret was that Alan Brady is bald. Yes, correct. Is that true? true? I say true. That is true. Okay. All right, Carl. I'm not going against Barry. Carl, anymore. no, I wouldn't either. <laughs> this is your final question. You oh, can't win. can't win. But we'll see if you can get it right. All right. All right. Dick Van Dyke recorded a duet for Christmas in 2017 with Jane Lynch titled We're Going Caroling. Is that true or false, Carl? False. Barry? I'll go false as well. It must be somebody else. It's true. It's absolutely true. What? You learned something today, Barry. You caught me, Lisa. (laughs) Yes, I did. It's a 2017 uh, Christmas duet with actress Jane Lynch. He just did that in 17? Well, that was four years ago, but yes. Wow. Did she do one of those TV uh, music shows, um, Glee or something like that, for a while? Uh, Well, that's what Jane Lynch did. Yes. Yeah. 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 That's right. Yes. I, 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 I almost forgot. She is a singer. She yeah. She. Singer. She's actually very is good in in Glee. Yeah. I don't know that I've ever heard her actually sing though in Glee. She's she was great like everything a, though. But she is great. Of some kind, right? Remember, she was a gym teacher, I think. Did you ever see the movie Forty Year Old yeah. Virgin? She plays the Best Buy manager oh, wherever they're working. Uh, yes, that was oh, um, Best Buy. Gosh. Oh, hilarious! Hilarious yeah. is right. Absol- and then she's um she's always she's the psychiatrist. On everybody, no, no. What is it? Uh, two and a half men. She's the psychiatrist that oh, wow. that uh, Charlie Sheen goes to all the time. That's she's, funny. I she's didn't just watch great that in show. everything she does. She sure is. Yeah. Well, well, you know what? Guess what? Yeah. Barry beat the host. Oh yeah, he did. He sure did. You've warmed my heart, Barry. I was looking at Big Van Dyke. I was lucky. <laughs> Barry beat me like a drum. Way to go, Barry. I'm honored, Carl. You're a high bar to beat. Well, <laughs> thanks, buddy. And happy holidays to you. And uh, Thank you, guys. We really appreciate you. I'm going to send you a four-CD set of the Twilight Zone radio dramas. When we come back, it's a Christmas episode of the Jack Benny program. You will absolutely love it. Stick around. We'll be right back. Bye, Barry. More Hollywood 360 after these important messages. And now back to Hollywood 360 with Carl Amari. All right, Lisa. We are back, and in just a minute, we're going to tune into a hilarious episode of Jack Benny. That's coming your way in just a minute. Folks, I do want to remind you that um, our Classic Radio Club is really a fun club to join. We hope you will consider joining it or possibly signing someone up for a uh, Christmas present because uh, the club is the uh, gift that keeps on giving, right, Lisa? Right, Carl. (laughs) Every single month. (laughs) Every month, you'll either get 10 shows on five CDs. 
And when I say shows, I mean classic radio shows in perfect sound quality. And I mean high-fidelity classic radio show quality um, because they're right off the master recordings. So you will get 10 amazing-sounding shows either on five CDs or via digital download links that never expire. There's also a booklet that comes with the CDs that uh, is very uh, very copious. There's all kinds of liner notes in there. There's photos of the stars. And if you get the digital downloads, it's a PDF. So you just click it and open it and read it, same way as you would the booklet. It's a great, great club, classic radio club. You'll also, as part of the club, get this radio show sent to you. The full five-hour show gets sent to you every Monday right to your email. You can click it and listen to it. You can Bluetooth it to your car. That's all free as part of the club. Now, um, to join the Classic Radio Club, just go to ClassicRadioClub.com. ClassicRadioClub.com. We hope you'll join, and uh, we hope you'll um, maybe give a membership to a family member or a friend for a Christmas present. It's instantaneously a cent if you, uh, if you join the, um, the digital. It takes, I mean, if you joined it right now, by tomorrow you'd have your first uh, digital download. So check it out, ClassicRadioClub.com. All right, Lisa, we, uh, we have uh, all Christmas shows uh, from now all the way through the end of the year. Um, I want to remind everyone, They well, it's not really a reminder. They don't know this. Lisa won't be here next week. She's taken off again on vacation. I'm, <laughs> I'm heading to Florida to spend here. some time with my family, oh but my I'll gosh. be back. Yeah. Just, a, just a quick uh, flight over. Yeah. <laughs> so next week we're going to do something uh, a little different. We are going to play a five-part Yours Truly Johnny Dollar adventure one quarter hour each hour instead of lisa so you don't hear lisa's dulcet tones but you will hear yours truly johnny dollar along with a half hour christmas show each and every uh each and every hour now i know some of you folks don't get the full five hour show but if you were a classic radio club member you would get that sent to you or if you just want to join the uh podcast subscription you know, each and every week, you can just get this show sent to you, the full show. Just go to our Hollywood 360 website, hollywood360radio.com, and sign up for it. You know what else is really nice about having that five-hour show sent to you is you have the option to stop and fast-forward and rewind and play it on your own uh, life schedule. So yeah. it's a lot more flexible. It's like this show on demand. That's right. I mean, I, I demand everything. Like, you know, I, I know I, on you demand do. everything, all my favorite shows. You demand everything from me, too. <laughs> what are you talking about? And Mike's Mike. working. And poor Mike. Working like crazy that, over there. That poor guy over there. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why he's so thin, because I work him so hard. You have you know? to get him some pizza now and then. Yeah. Um, but anyway, go to uh, Hollywood360radio.com, sign up for our podcast, get the full five-hour show. So next week, Lisa's in Florida. I am, but I'll be back, And then, whether you uh, like it or not. <laughs> and then when we come back, um, like first of the year, we're going to have this show on Facebook Live. You're going to be able to just um, watch us in the studio on Facebook, on our Facebook page. So that's uh, we're excited about it. We're going to figure it all out. We'll have it for you probably starting in January. But right now it's time for Jack Benny from December 13th, 1953. It's his traditional Christmas show, and uh, this time Jack tries to buy a box of dates for Don. 
the uh, big spender that Jack Benny is. Hilarious show. Mel Blanc is so funny on this program. He's like the store clerk that Jack drives crazy. Here's part one now of the Jack Benny program. The Jack Benny program. From Palm Springs, California, the Lucky Strike program starring Jack Benny with Mary Livingston, Rochester, Dennis Day, Bob Crosby, and yours truly, Don Wood. And now, ladies and gentlemen, let's go back to yesterday morning and visit the employment office of one of Palm Springs' leading department stores. Uh, Now, looking at your record, Mr. Blank, I see that you've worked in our Los Angeles store for seven years. Uh, That's right, sir. And just why did you want to transfer from our Los Angeles store to our Palm Springs store? For my health, sir. Oh, I see. Uh, Your doctor thought the sunshine and fresh air would be good for you? Not my doctor, my psychiatrist. (laughs) Well, uh, tell me, Mr. Blank, just what was it that caused you to go to the psychiatrist? A customer that kept coming into the store every year, just before Christmas. Uh, A customer? Yeah. He first came into the store in 1946. He was a kindly-looking, blue-eyed old gentleman. (laughs) He bought a Christmas present, and then six times during the day he came back. Pestered me and exchanged it for a different model. Well, what was the gift he kept exchanging? Shoelaces. <laughs> he bought shoelaces for a Christmas present? Yeah, for someone named Don. Now, how could he possibly exchange shoelaces six times? Well, first he bought the laces with metal tips. Then he came back because he thought plastic tips looked more modern. Soon he was back again. He was afraid the plastic tips might crack. So we went back to metal tips... Then he got to thinking the metal tips might rust. So he came back to change them to plastic tips. Six times he changed his mind. Plastic tips, metal tips, plastic tips, metal tips, plastic tips, metal tips. (laughs) Sir, control yourself. Stop screaming. People will think that you just saw the Palm Springs prices. I'm sorry, sir. But then, every year since then... This man has been back buying gifts for Don and exchanging them. One year it was a wallet. Once it was cufflinks. Well, what did he buy this Don last Christmas? A gopher trap. (laughs) A gopher trap? Uh, Well, tell me, Mr. Blank, do you feel that you're well enough now to go back to work? Oh, yes, yes. The the psychiatrist gave me some pills, which I always carry with me. I, I take one whenever I start to get excited. Well, that's good. Now, I'm going to assign you to the date department. The date department? Yes, There you'll meet mostly tourists from the East who wish to send some of these delicious dates back home. Oh, thank you, sir. Thank you very much. Well, you better get to work, Mr. Blank. The store has been open for half an hour already. Yes, sir. You know, Jack, I must admit this is a good idea of yours, doing your Christmas shopping here in Palm Springs. Well, sure, Mary. After all, this is a branch of the Los Angeles store, and they have everything here. Now, let's see my shopping list. You have to get a load of the gifts. Now, what'll I get for my secretary, Jeanette? Oh, you ought to get her something nice. You like her, don't you? Uh-huh. She's very pretty, and she's got a wonderful figure. I'm lucky to have a secretary like her. Well, why don't you get her a game of Scrabble? No, no, she can't spell. 
She can't take shorthand, either. I may have to let her go if she doesn't learn how to type soon. She's a wonderful secretary. Now, let's see. Uh, Jack, uh, have you thought about your sister Florence? Yes, quite often. Now, let's see. I mean, how about getting her a gift? Oh, I'll get her something. Now, let's see. Gee, I don't know what to get my sponsor. Oh, how about a nice fountain pen? Hey, that's a good idea, Mary. I'll meet you back here later. Okay. I wonder what department I can get fountain pens. Where's the floor walker? I'll ask him. Oh, mister. Mister. Yeah. I want to buy some gifts. Gifts, sir? You're probably buying them for business associates and relatives. That's right. How did you know? I didn't think you had any friends. <laughs> Look, that's none of your business. I want to buy a fountain pen. Does this store have any? Yes, we have ballpoints, regulars, and the new Palm Springs pen. A Palm Springs pen? Yes, you fill it with suntan oil and write love letters in the sand. <laughs> Never mind. I'll find the place myself. <laughs> Silly floor walker. I think I can get the pens on the next floor. Well, I got the fountain pen for my sponsor. Now I got to get something for Hickey Marks, my producer, and Bert Scott. And... Oh, Jack. Jack. Oh, there you are, Mary. Oh, what took you so long? Did you get the present for your sponsor? Uh-huh. And I was just wondering what to get the two CBS telephone operators. Mabel Flapsaddle and Gertrude Gearshift. <laughs> Mary, what would you suggest for them? Well, I don't know, Jack. Uh, how much do you want to spend? I know, about $5 a piece. Well, why don't you get them each a hundred Gillette Blue Blades? <laughs> no, Mary, I, I gave them that last year. <laughs> well, I'll think of something... Now, let's see. Who else? Hiya, bud. Huh? Long time, no see. Yeah, yeah. Come on, Mary, let's go. Uh, Jack, wasn't that the... Yes, Mary, he's that racetrack tout, you know. Probably resting up here till Santa Anita opens. Come on, let's get away from him. Well, that takes care of practically everybody on my list except Don Wilson. He's always such a problem. Wait a minute, Jack. Since we're all down here in Palm Springs, why don't you give him something in keeping with the resort? Like, uh, well, like a nice box of dates. Mary, I think you've got it. You know, Don loves to eat. Come on, let's go to the date department. Uh, no, Jack, I've still got some of my own shopping to do. I'll meet you later at the sportswear department. Okay, I'll be there in about ten minutes. Now, let me see. Where's the date department? I better ask the floor walker. Oh, mister, mister. Oh, it's you again. <laughs> yes, look, can I get to the date department by going past the sporting goods section and taking the last aisle to the left? It just this once, but don't ever do it again. <laughs> Thanks. 
Ah, here's where they sell the dates. Oh, clerk. Clerk. Uh, yes, sir. What can I do? <laughs> <laughs> that smell blank there. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. He's buying dates for uh, Don Wilson. That's what I should get you for for holiday for the holidays. Um, Box of dates. Yeah, you have to find the date department though. In yeah, order is to there do a date? That. There's a date department. Right, they're right next to the figs. Right. <laughs> and uh, you're not a, you don't like dates though, because I've brought dates here and you don't you don't like those. I don't like that. No. no. But you like the figs when they bring figs. I do, because it's like a fig Newton. <laughs> <laughs> so I shouldn't get you a box of dates for Christmas? No, thank you. But or thanks for, for the offer. <laughs> thanks for the, the holidays. thoughts. <laughs> I'll re-gift. Oh, man, that's funny. You're going to love this show. December 13th, 1953, Jack Benny program. We'll get back to it and much, much more after this short break. Hi, Carl Amari here. If you enjoy classic radio shows like The Shadow, Jack Benny, Gunsmoke, Dragnet, Suspense, and Burns and Allen, consider becoming a member of the Classic Radio Club. Each month, members receive 10 half-hour classic radio shows in superior sound quality, along with historical liner notes and photos of the radio stars. The 10 shows I'll send you will be on five CDs or via digital download, whichever you prefer. Members also receive an email every week with a digital link to the full five-hour holiday Hollywood 360 radio show and the 30-minute Radio Rarities podcast that Lisa Wolf and I co-host. The digital links never expire, so you can listen to Hollywood 360 and Radio Rarities whenever you'd like. In total, you'll receive 34 classic radio shows per month. And when you join the Classic Radio Club, there's no long-term commitment. You can cancel at any time. Become a Classic Radio Club member at ClassicRadioClub.com. That's ClassicRadioClub.com. Now back to the best in classic radio on Hollywood 360. Welcome back, and uh, we're very honored to be here every single week. Five-hour radio show, bringing you the best in classic radio. We've been doing this now. This is, I think, our 13th year, Lisa. Yeah, feels like a long, long Oh, It feels a lot longer. It feels a lot longer that I've been sitting across the table from you. Wow. But you haven't aged a bit, Lisa. No. You look exactly the same. Yeah, same with you. I think it's that Roma wine. It's like fermenting you. I think a glass of red wine each day is supposed to be good for you. Yeah, but you don't drink a glass. You drink well, a gallon. I mean, that's just moderation. But, I mean, if a little bit's good, more has to be better, right? I mean, where do you get this Roma wines from? I order it on Amazon. Oh, do you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Roma wine mm-hmm. brings you suspense. suspense. We're listening to Jack Benny. Oh, my gosh. One of the funniest, if not the funniest, uh, comedian of the golden age of radio. Probably was the most successful, most right. popular. I mean, when you think about comedians of that era, you think of Jack Benny, Bob Hope, um, maybe um, Burns and Allen, too, you know, would be up there. But they were a duo. But if you think right. of, like, single comedians, I would say Jack Benny, Bob Hope, Milton Burrow was big on TV, wasn't that big on radio. So who else, really? Can you think of anybody else? I mean, Lucille Ball is, as but a she, female. But yeah, but she really didn't. Well, her radio was career radio. was okay, yeah. but then it was it took off I mean, on television. huge on TV. So I would say Jack Benny was it, really, yeah. when you think about it. 
Um, and we're listening to a very funny episode. Just uh, a hair earlier before the break on this, you heard Sheldon Leonard as the racetrack tout. And I had the uh, the great pleasure of interviewing Sheldon Leonard. And if you want a visual of who Sheldon Leonard is, just uh, it's a wonderful life. He was the bartender in that uh, movie. Um, and he was a big producer. He produced the Dick Van Dyke show right. and the um, Andy Griffith show and so many TV shows. But he was an actor, you know, before that. And he was um, a kind of a semi-regular on Jack Benny. He played this character, the racetrack tout. Hopefully he'll come back. It was a lot of fun. Interviewing him was a blast. Um, and I remember I said to him, because he was a, such a big producer of television shows, and I said, Sheldon, what's it like? You know, what's a day in the life of Sheldon Leonard like? And he said, well, I get up in the morning, and I go to my mailbox, and I get my mail, and most of it's royalty checks, so I go to the bank, and I deposit them. That's not a bad life, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he said. I'll never forget. Uh, he was a lot of fun to interview. Um, we'll have to play that interview sometime. All right, let's get back now to this December thirteenth, nineteen fifty-three episode of the Jack Benny Program. What's What's the matter, Clerk? Uh, nothing. Nothing. He doesn't recognize me. I'll be calm. What can he do to me in the date department? Uh, yes, sir. What can I do for you? Well, are these dates fresh? Oh, yes, sir. They're grown right here in Palm Springs under the most ideal conditions. What do you mean, ideal conditions? Well, these dates are kissed all day by the hot desert sun till 3 o'clock when it goes behind the mountain and then they're in nature's deep freeze. <laughs> Well, this box looks very nice. I'll take it, huh? That's $1.65. Fine. I'd like it gift wrapped. I know, I know. <laughs> Put this card in with it, will yeah, you? Okay. Excuse me while I wrap it at that count over there. Gee, that wasn't bad at all. I didn't even have to take a single pill. <laughs> hey, and I'll cut the ribbon. Here you are, mister. All wrapped for Christmas. Red and green ribbon and everything. Oh, thanks. Gee, I hope Don likes these dates. Oh, I'm sure he will. Most everybody likes these plain dates better than the ones stuffed with nuts. <laughs> yes. You... You have dates stuffed with nuts? Oh, I had to tell him yet. Why didn't that psychiatrist teach me to keep my mouth shut? Look, let me see a box of the ones stuffed with nuts. Oh, mister, you wouldn't like them. He, he wouldn't like them. Nobody would like them. Believe me. Believe me. Oh, here they are, right here. Say, they do look delicious. But, mister... After all, Christmas only comes once a year. I may as well give down the best. I want this box with the stuffed dates. My pills. My pills. Where are my pills? Oh, here they are. <laughs> Clark, those pills aren't going to do you any good. Why not? You're supposed to take them out of the bottle before swallowing. <laughs> Maybe I'll be lucky. Maybe the glass will kill me. <laughs> Here, here's your card from the from the plain dates. You keep it. Put it in the stuffed date box. Okay. 
Excuse me while I wrap it. Oh, Clark, Clark, hold it a minute. Now what? I just thought of something. That card is a printed one. It's too formal. I'm going to write something more personal. Okay, I fooled you this time. I didn't put the card in the package. What? Nothing, nothing. You write the card. I'll wrap the package. Okay. <laughs> well, let me see. Oh, yes, I'll write him a little poem. To Don, this Christmas I'm giving you something to chew, these delicious dates and nuts to you. <laughs> That doesn't sound right. Okay, mister, here's your package. Thanks. That'll be $2.15. I thought it was $1.65. That was for the plane dates. Well, there aren't any more dates in this box, are there? No, but these are stuffed. Well, look, mister, I'm not going to pay 50 cents extra for a few nuts. But look, it's not the money. It's just that I don't want to be a sucker about these things. I want the plain one. And you want them gift wrapped? Uh-huh. All right, I'll wrap them, I'll wrap them! I'll be back and pick them up later. I got to meet someone in the sportswear department. Yeah, I don't want to keep Mary waiting, but I can't find the sportswear. Why, hello, Jack. Oh, hi, Bob. You doing your Christmas shopping, too, huh? Yeah, me and my piano player, Charlie Bagby, have been here all morning. Oh, Bagby's here, huh? He's not in Los Angeles? No, I brought him with me to Palm Springs. I felt that the change of gutters would do him some good. I hope so. Where's Charlie now? Well, he sneaked away from me. I, I think he didn't want me to see what he's getting me for Christmas. And it's just as well because I wanted to do some shopping for the boys in the band. Oh, you're buying Charlie's gift now? No, I've got his already. But I am kind of stuck on what to get for Frank Remley. Well, look, Bob, that should be no problem. Why don't you get Frankie a cordial? You know, like a, like a bottle of Drambuie. Well, Jack, that's a nice gift, but not for Remley. You see, Drambuie, that's an after-dinner drink. So what? Well, Remley never quite lasts till after dinner. <laughs> I see what you mean. Say, I meant to ask you about, what are you getting your brother Bing for Christmas? Well, he just bought a boat, so I'm going to give him an Admiral refrigerator. Well, now, isn't that clever? So Bing bought a boat, huh? Yes, the Lurling. <laughs> Are you shopping for the rest of your family here, too, Bob? Yes, I am, as a matter of fact. Uh, right now, I'm on my way to the toy department to get something for my children. Hey, do you mind if I join you? I always get a kick out of the new toys they have for kids. Oh, no, come on, Jack. Here it is. It's right across the aisle. Hey, Jack. Jack, look at that set of electric trains. Isn't that terrific? Hey, that one there looks just like the Super Chief. Yeah, what a toy. And Bob, isn't that the sportsman quartet standing there running him? It sure is. I gotta run along. I'm supposed to meet Mary at the sportswear counter. Bob, do you know where it is? No, I'm sorry, I don't, Jack. Well, I'll find it myself. I can't find that sportswear department. I better ask the floor walker. Oh, mister, can you tell me where I can find... Well, if it isn't little boy lost again. <laughs> Never mind. I'll find the department myself. Oh, Jack, Jack. Right here, Mary. Did you get the dates for Don? Yes, Mary, I got them. I'll have to pick it up soon. It's being gift-wrapped. A nice box of plain dates. Plain dates? Mm -hmm. Oh, Jack, why didn't you get the one stuffed with nuts? Don loves nuts. He does? Certainly. At his house, 
Haven't you ever noticed what's in that big bowl on the coffee table? Yes, hams and turkeys. (laughs) Underneath, there's nuts. (laughs) Okay, I'll go do it right now. Come on, we'll go together. Oh, no, Jack, I've still got some more gifts to buy. You can meet me at the sportswear counter. Okay. Clark, huh? Oh, 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 here's your package, mister. All, all gift wrapped and everything. One box of plain dates, $1.65. Well, I'm sorry. See, I don't want those. I want the ones with the nuts in them. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Mister, let me alone. I'm all out of pills. I don't know what you're talking about. And I want a box of stuffed dates gift wrapped immediately. Okay, okay, I'll do it. How can I avoid this guy? I tried everything. Uh, even getting myself transferred. I wonder if this store has a branch behind the Iron Curtain. <laughs> Look, Clark, I've got some other shopping to do. Now, you wrap those dates with nuts, and I'll be back later. I'm sure you will. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, yes, I remember where Mary said she'd meet me. Gee, she's not here. Guys, I still haven't gotten anything for my sister Florence. Say, that's the lingerie department. Maybe I can find something there. Let's see, maybe she'd like this beautiful pair of silk pajamas. Yeah, that's what I'll get. Pajamas. Hey, Bud. Bud. Huh? Come here a minute. (laughs) Who, me? Yeah. What are you doing? I'm buying a gift for my sister. What are you going to get? Pajamas. Uh -uh. (laughs) Uh-uh. What? Get her a nightgown. A nightgown? Why? Nightgown is a sleeper. (laughs) Well, Well, so are pajamas. I know, but with pajamas, when they're off, the legs will fold. Gee, I I never thought of that. When you make your selections, you gotta consider the string. The pajama string? Yeah. It's all right while it's going around the back stretch, but when it comes out in front, it ties up in a knot. Gee, maybe you're right. Of course I'm right. Nightgown is a great show bet. I see what you mean. Well, so long. So long, bud. Wasted so much time, I'll have to buy Florence's present later. I better get over to the sporting goods department. Mary is probably waiting for me. Now, uh, tell me, miss, this fellow you're buying the present for, is he your, uh, boyfriend? No, in fact, he's my boss. Oh, then you want to get him something nice. After all, he's responsible for your bread and butter. Only bread. (laughs) 
Oh. Well, uh, tell me, miss, what kind of a man is your boss? Oh, nothing unusual about him. He's average height, average weight. How old is he? Well, he says he's around 39. Around 39, eh? Yeah, but I think it's the second time around. Let <laughs> me see, uh, maybe I... Hey, Mary! Mary! Oh, well, I'll be back later, mister. Here he comes now. That man coming down the aisle? Yes. I think it's his third time around. <laughs> Mary, Mary, I've been looking all over Oh, for oh I'm sorry, Jack. Anyway, I'm all done with my shopping, and I can help you with yours. Good, because I still have to get gifts for Dennis Day and Rochester and Bob Crosby. Then I'll be all... Well, Jack, set. Mary! Oh, hello, Don. Hello, Don. Doing, hi, hi. Doing your Christmas shopping, Don, huh? Yeah, just about finished, though. So are we. Say, Don, let me look at you. Gee, you look marvelous. What a wonderful tan. Yes, Don, you're really brown. How long you been in Palm Springs? Three days. Gee, how'd you get such a wonderful tan in three days? I haven't been able to find a room. <laughs> Say, Don, besides being so tan, I've never seen you look so good. You've lost some weight, haven't you? Well, yes, quite a bit, Mary. The, uh, the doctor put me on a diet. <laughs> oh, you poor guy. You must be starving yourself. Huh? Oh, no, no, Jack. It's not a hard diet at all. I eat practically everything. I just have to cut out a few things like sugar, cream, butter, nuts, and pastry. <laughs> well, that, that's not too bad. Oh, no, no. Feel fine. Feel fine. Well... I gotta hurry and finish my shopping. So do we. So long, Mary. Goodbye, Jack. Come on, Jack. Let's go over to the counter where... Jack. Jack. What are you thinking about? Mary, didn't you hear what Don said about his diet? Yeah, so what? So what? I got him the dates with nuts. It's not only fattening, it's more expensive. <laughs> Mary, wait for me here. I'm going back and exchanging. <laughs> I'm gonna get the plane car. Well, here's the date counter. Oh, clerk. Clerk. Oh, uh, here you are, sir. All wrapped and ready to go. Gee, I'm, I'm sorry I put you to all this trouble. That's all right, mister. Here's your package. But, um, look at I want the plain ones now. <laughs> One, two, three, four. I'll never make it. I'll never get to ten. Look, mister, control yourself. Control myself? This is the fourth time you've changed these dates. Don't be so fresh. Just exchange the date. Not this time. Oh, no, not this time. I outsmarted you. I went to the sporting goods department and got this loaded gun. Mister, put that gun away. Cap, don't point it at your head. Suicide is a terrible thing. Fire! <laughs> now look what you've done. You made me so nervous I missed. <laughs> First you wanted the plain dates, then the ones with the nuts, then the ones with plastic tips. Look, then you wanted the dates stuffed with metal tips. Then you wanted the traffic candy to go for the line. Mister. Then you wanted to go for the dates the dates with nuts. Then you wanted the nuts that ain't plain gophers. Then you wanted the shoelaces that had dates with gophers. Mister, I didn't want... Shoelaces, gopher traps. 
little late. The Jack Benny program is written by Sam Perrin, Milt Josephsburg, George Balzer, John Packerberry, Al Gordon, Al Goldman, and produced and transcribed by Hilliard Mark. Be sure to hear The American Way with Horace Height. Consult your newspaper for the time. Stay tuned for the Amos and Andy Show over the CBS Radio Network. That's the Jack Benny program from December 13th, 1953. And uh, that was his, um, even though that was still before Christmas, because that was the 13th, that was like his traditional Christmas show. Um, Every year he would, not every single year, but most of the years from like the late 40s to the early 1950s, he would be shopping for a gift for Don Wilson. One uh, year I remember it was golf tees. Not the golf balls. Right, just the tees. golf tees. Another time it was cufflinks. Well, those could be expensive, but these probably were Not the ones Jack Benny was buying. And then this uh, particular episode. It was dates. A box of dates. Uh, A lot of fun. Jack Benny is always terrific. Time now for this month in music history. All right, we are going back to 1975 with this song. I've been walking these streets so long. Who's that singing? Glenn Carl? Campbell? Yes. Singing the same old I took my Prevagen. Oh, wow. Well, you did something. I know every crack but it's called. Dirty side on the Broadway. Um, Where hustles the name of the uh, Rhinestone Cowboy? Yes. Rhinestone Cowboy. Most famously recorded by Glenn Campbell. Released in 1975. Let me see, Let me see if I can reach the, my back. So, Rhinestone Cowboy served as the basis for the film Rhinestone in 1984 with... Oh, Rhinestone, that had Dolly Parton and Sylvester Stallone. Exactly. Here it is. You ready? Going to sing? I'm a Rhinestone Cowboy. Like a Rhinestone Oh. So close, though. So close. Like a Rhinestone Good tune. Yeah. All right, Lisa Wolf. Getting cards and letters from people I don't even know. I, honestly, the 70s had the best music. I must be getting old. <laughs> 70s did have great music. They did. All right, thanks, Lisa. Sure. More of Hollywood 360 after this short break. More Hollywood 360 after these important messages. Now back to the best in classic radio on Hollywood 360. Well, Lisa, you know I love classic radio. You know that, obviously. It's my passion. We do this every week. We play these shows, and I listen to them all the time. And I love all the shows. I mean, the only shows that I kind of don't like that much are the, are, the, are the soap operas. We don't play soap operas that much. Right. I'm, not, I'm not into, like, Ma Perkins and that kind of stuff. But as far as Jack Benny and Suspense and all these shows... I love them. Well, there's always some that are like cherries on top of the Sunday, you know? And the show we're going to play for you in the next hour is one that's a cherry on top of the Sunday. It's suspense. Don't miss it. We also need a caller, right? Right now uh, for our Name That Tune. And these are all Rolling Stone Magazine's top songs of all time. 
give us a call at 312-642-5600. We're looking for caller number 12. All right, we're going to play the game, plus listen to an amazing Christmas episode of Suspense, so stick around. Hey everybody, Jared Sebesti, your host of Retire Repurposed. This podcast is dedicated to help people transition into fulfilling and purposeful retirements. Retirement is a big life change. In fact, the two most dangerous years of a person's life are the year they were born and the year they retire. Few people could just flip the switch from working a career 30 or 40 plus years retiring on Friday without methodical steps to living what we call a repurposed retirement. To listen now, search Retire Repurposed on your favorite podcast platform, Senior Resource, or Life Audio.